Welcome back to season two of the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Thanks for listening. Welcome Tuan Wall, also known as Burgo Husky, or your rapper's favorite rapper. He's well known by his TikTok, specifically his hit song, Have a Seat. This was my first time working with Burgo, but it definitely won't be my last as I will be documenting his journey from a hometown artist to an artist signed by a major record label. Thanks for listening. Hey! Hey, you guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you great. How are you? I'm doing okay. Let me give you a little bit about my background. I am a disabled vet. So um, I do deal with like PTSD and things of that nature. So when it comes to like me, my short term is not really good. My partner keeps up with like a lot of dates and stuff like that. So it just really, really slipped my mind. I just, it just clicked. And thank God, you know, I had opened up my phone. So I'm, I really, really do apologize about that. I am in, um, right now I'm in Eureka Springs. It's an out to... It's a, a suburb of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I am from Fayetteville, a.k.a. Dreamville, which is home of J. Cole, um, Moray, a couple of other people. Um, so I'm from the same city. Um, and it's also home of Fort Bragg, you know, one of the biggest military installations in the United States. How long mm-hmm. would you serve in the military? Um, I did four years. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. That's, I was actually not expecting that. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I don't really like to, um, if you listen to any of my other interviews, I really don't like to speak about that part of, this just gets a little, you know, I'm a, I'm, yeah. I'm a Operation Enduring Freedom vet. So it just gets a little sad, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you picked music. music is one of the most healing places you can go yeah pretty yeah that's that's what it does for me it's definitely a um a healing factor a lot of the um a lot of burgo husky was derived out of depression so people see you know the this and it's all a part of me and it's all you know a part of who i am but you know um a lot of those times you know i wasn't feeling too good on the inside so just thank god for growth and thank god for um you know patience and and giving me that gift so you know because that gift keeps me out of a lot of trouble amen mm-hmm. the video that's catching on i didn't want to do the video at all i didn't want my face known i didn't want to come back because I was a hip-hop artist well before Burgo Husky. Burgo Husky is actually a rebrand. So it just kind of happened. I recorded the song, and as it came out, when that song was recorded, I believe, you know, we kind of knew the the caliber of that song. So I was, one of my best friends basically pushed me to shoot the video. I didn't really want to do it. But I think we knew that the we knew that the song was gonna be what it was, and all it needed was me behind it, like my personality, and 
you already know, like, if it's me, we're doing visuals for me as an artist. Okay, let me go buy a jacket that lights up, you know, mm-hmm. or some some weird, the weirdest glasses I see, you know, in the mall, I need those, you know, nobody's going to, everybody else is probably looking at them like, I wouldn't wear that. Me, I'm like, mm, I'm going to wear that in my video, you know? So that's kind of where it, you know, what happened. And really, like, I'm, I'm a creative. So, and I don't believe in, um, I don't really care about money. I'm very spiritual. I care about people. So, and that's one of my things. I'm very efficient. My grandmother raised me. So, you know, that first video, that's like Party City. You know, the, the <laughs> boa is from Party City. The glasses are from like the local beauty store. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they were, they were all up there. And I know people were looking at them like, I'm not wearing that. I was like, I'm wearing that in my video. And um, like the rest of this stuff, like um, my homegirls, they go to the club. They have boxes of accessories that they don't wear anymore. I have accessories like Burgos right now is in a box. We call it the Burgo box. So whenever I shoot a video, we just grab stuff and put it together and boom. These are my first visuals. I've been an artist for years, for 20 years as far as me doing visuals these are my first visuals so some of the visuals aren't as let's say clean as they could be but then I think that's a lot of the charm of Virgo and like you know one of the the reasons why I love Virgo is because you know Aaron once Aaron gets done editing I always go with the first edit if you look at some of the videos my mouth isn't even moving on the the right part but I don't care because it, it makes it even more, like, no pressure, you know? I get to be myself, and I think it makes the video even more authentic. So the first video was just us, you know, us me and my cousins. So the second video was a little bit more, you know, we try to tie it in a little bit more. But as you see more and more videos, like, you know, we're getting better because this is just a group of friends doing stuff. But, you know, you might see a pasty falling off, you know? Or you might see this, but that's the charm. You know, the music stands. The music is good, just as it is. Like, the music is great. You know, videos can be re-recorded. So, like, I think that it's, you know, with Have a Seat doing what it is, it's enough to to let these major entities know, because I am searching for the machine. You know, I'm searching for, you know, to be scooped by a major label. I think I'm worth the money. I think I'm guaranteed, you know, I'm a label's dream. You don't really have to do too much. All I really need is the assistant and studio time, you know? Yeah. So, um, and promotion, you know? But everything else that you would typically have to get another artist or artist you're developing, you don't have to do for me because guess what? I develop artists, you know? I also mm-hmm. write, I arrange, you know, all this other stuff. My degree here is the concentration in English music. Been around the block a long time, um, and I know everything. I know everything I do is in house, you know. So it's not like you have to spend tons of money on me. I just prefer the machine because you know I'm right now. I'm doing all of this stuff myself, and it's even hard for me to remember, you know, small things like you know. And I think that if I had the machine, it'd be a lot better. But I think that what we did, um, as far as the, it was kind of a snowball. Mm-hmm. So I did the first video and then it was like, okay, we might as well, everybody's like, that one did 10,000 views in a week on Facebook. 
So it kind of got me locally. You know, I'm already like a naturally popular person, just off of my personality. Yeah. Everybody knows me. I can travel to just about any city right now. I have a friend there. Somebody knows me everywhere. And I'm just a, you know, it's just me. But that kind of got me like, you know, because Virgo hadn't been out of the house in a while, you know, all of that. So now people in the city know my face. You know, I have old people coming up to me saying, hey, keep doing what you're doing, you know. And that's just, you know, locally. So we're like, we got, I'm going to do another one, you know. And the second one was shot out of my house. So I just started, I guess, when I wrote Have a Seat, every time I wrote a song or finished a song, because, I, well, every time, I'm always writing, but every time I had that song, which didn't take that long, maybe two weeks later, I'm going back to, we're already organizing the next video. So the next video was straight like that. And it, it you know, some of the videos don't look like they take as much, but you got to think it's just me trying to round up all these people who are just as big personalities, you know. I got to make sure this person off of work, that person off of work, you know. We got to make sure we have the right colors, all of this. Got to, then I have to make sure that every, you know, so. You know, so that was like the next one. It just turned into like a snowball thing. And even my homeboy was like, you know, this is one of my best friends. He's a straight guy, you know, um, actually, um, you know, family member. He's like, you know, I, you know, my real name is Twine. He's like, Twine, like, I think you're doing too much. You need to sit back and just promote that one song. But I'm like, well, this in, in this generation here, you have to have content. Like, you have to. So, like, we already know the song is a hit. So, what am I going to have? Like, if I stop shooting videos and just promote this one song, I'm not, you know, labels aren't going to be for sure, for sure about me because they're going to, as soon as they see that, they're going to want to see more. So, if I keep shooting videos, by the time this one song takes off, we're going to have enough content behind us. And then like right now, I'm actually in a realm of where I'm not really, I'm not resting, but you know, I'm able to, to now that it's going viral, I can sit back and answer this and answer that because I'm not in the studio or I'm not working on this or not. We've, we've built up enough, even some of the extent, like it, two of the videos are extended videos. So there's like a different video attached to it. So like as far as me putting up little um, snippets or whatever on TikTok, like it makes the video, you know, it's one video, one day, you know, we shot them in the same day, but it looks like two completely different videos. These people don't know that. It's about, you know, there's a marketing aspect behind it too. So that's how pretty much it snowballed into like back to back. So we have, uh, 2021 was just shooting, you know, in the studio and shooting videos. It was building the content to support, you know, what's going on now. So you have always been a musician, it sounds like. What made you apprehensive to get your face back out there? I was the, um, well, for one, I had, um, I've always been for a majority of, I've always been out. 
um, for most of my uh, career, I've been an out, quote unquote, LGBTQ hip hop artist. So we didn't say gay rapper or whatever. We used the word out. Um, and um, during the, the first tenure under my old moniker, even I got a lot more. I still deal with, I'm going viral right now and I'm still being, you know, um, you know, blackballed, quote unquote. They can't really blackball me because it's just this one person who doesn't like me, who's, you know, kind of delusional or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's still like a few people out there. I mean, I don't, I never understood a person who could think like that. Yeah. But we should all rejoice in, um, and, you know, we've all been through through the struggle so we should all rejoice and even if one of us makes it it should be rejoiced for because that person is opening up doors for the next person so um during the first tenure it was really rough you know I got a lot more more flack from my peers my LGBTQ peers especially you know because of the way I looked you know for my skin being dark me being a, a bigger guy um, me being from the country and talking in the dialect, I talk, I don't, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to be me all the time. You know, I'm always going to be, Hey girl, what's, what's tea, you know, all this. And, um, you know, it was, um, and they were a little bit more, you know, I guess more polished, you may say. And, you know, so they looked down on me, um, and it was very hurtful. You know, there were things that they 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 said um, and things that they did that really, you know, being being really younger. And even though I come off like I'm all that when I was younger, I was, you know, I was very sensitive, you know, um, so it, it, it really hurt. And that, along with my nieces finding my music kind of made me kind of go back into, you know, I just became a recluse. And um, so the thing with my nieces is they were finding my music. And of course, I'm making club songs. And, you know, I can't tell them that, hey, you need to finish school. You need to do this if I'm not leading by example. That along with, you know, all of the BS from, you know, from some of my peers, I was just like, let me go ahead and move back home and all this. But it's all full circle. I'm going to tell you why. So I come back home um, and I go to I go back to college I end up finishing college during my tenure at college I ended up meeting people from the band meeting the band director and all of this but you know I'm an adult you know I'm pushing a certain age like I got light bills and stuff I don't have time to be you know marching with these kids or playing in no band next thing you know I'm in the marching band lord jesus with a back brace on you know, as soon as we get in the band room after a game, I lift up my hands and the kids are unstrapping me and <laughs> taking my back brace off. And, you know, the uh, the the band moms and stuff are handing me water because, I'm, you know, I'm the oldest person, you know. <laughs> you know, so it's like it was crazy. But, you know, those kids um, put me on to too many things. Um and as far as my my musicality and stuff like that, you know, I put my instrument down for for twelve years, and picking that trombone up and that euphonium really, like, took my ear to like a whole nother, you know, a whole nother level. So it it was crazy, 
And um, so at this time, I'm I'm really adulting. When I wasn't before, you know, when I was in the scene, I went through homelessness, all types of stuff. So um, it really just, it, it all, you know, I, I wouldn't take anything back. It just all came full circle. And like I said, the artists that I worked with weren't available. I had to put my pen, I had to start writing for myself again. Basically, I just went to the studio because I needed a creative outlet. And then next thing you know, I'm shooting videos and I'm shooting, I'm shooting videos. You know, I would have been content if everything worked out in my mind. I was just going to, you know, I bought my house. I bought my house just because of the soil. You know, I'm from the Sand Hills. So like the soil <laughs> where I'm at towards like the valley is really, really good. So, you know, I could plant my my collards and my tomatoes and stuff. I was satisfied having a partner and, you know, having a minivan and, and you know, and working in the background, you know, then I didn't want to be in the front. And, uh, but this is, this is out of worldly. This is not my doing. That's mm -hmm. amazing. That's so good to know. So you like gardening mm -hmm. too? I love gardening. Now I haven't. Um, my grandfather just passed away this year. He taught me so much. I haven't like been able to like harvest anything great. I've been able to like get tomatoes and stuff, but like global warming is just. Ooh. I can't even leave and go to the beach for a day without something just coming back and something dying. The, it's just this is crazy me and my one of my best friends were talking about like west virginia just finally got snow he's in huntington and he's been calling me talking about like dude it's almost 80 degrees outside you know like just this has been like this has been crazy i'm big on environmentalism i hopefully I can, you know, I have a friend who was like, well, you're just rapping right now. You need to have a platform. Like, what are you going to talk about? What do you, I already know what I'm going to talk about if I get the platform. One of the things is environmentalism. I believe uh, last time I checked, it was like six years, but that had to be like two or three years ago. So we only have so much time to reduce our carbon emissions or to reduce them or else we're not going to be able to reverse it. And sometimes, you know, when I watch the news, I'm like, are these people, you know, when it comes to older people in certain positions, it's like, well, dang, are you just trying to, because you're, you know, with a, because you have a foot in the grave, are you trying to take us all out with you? Like, do you care about your grandchildren? Like, you know, so it's just, it's really crazy. Oh, I love that. And I'm not hearing what I want to hear yet. Um, but I am, I am looking for the machine. I would like to be signed to a major label, um, next year, not this year, because I think they're doing it virtually anyway, because of, um, all of these variants that are popping up. But next year, I would like to be at the Grammys. I have never been, you know what I'm saying? I have never looked. The last time I was in California, probably 20 years ago, I was in, the, I was, I was at work. I've never been to California, like. And just being able to just walk around and be like, oh, my God, you know, I want to be a tourist. I want to come out and work. But, you know, working, uh, 
the studio is like that's just second nature to me. That's a part of me. I don't feel like you know that's work. Music is not work to me. I would like the machine. I do think that um, like I said earlier, I am easy money guaranteed. I'm not only am I an artist myself, but I'm going to elevate every single artist that's on any roster with me because I write, I arrange, I you know, and we're talking about genres, uh, not just hip hop. Um, you know, my sweet spot is R&B. A lot of people don't know that. Um, I work with a lot of singers, things of that nature. And I have another artist who is definitely going to make whoever I sign to a lot of money. So we are not like, you know, we are guaranteed money. I don't even understand, like, <laughs> why, you know what I'm saying, when it is absolutely absolutely guaranteed we're going to bring the label more than they invest into us mm -hmm. that's not even a question on top of that i am just ready to be physically moving in music and instead of like sitting sit, i'm not saying like sitting right here because the interview would still happen or our zoom call would still happen but the background would be different i should be in the studio i feel like i should be in the studio 24 7 because I'm going to write a hit every day. You know what I'm saying? There's two or three or four or five. That is nothing to me. I should be in the studio 24-7. I would live in the studio if I could. But right now, due to circumstances, I can't. So I'm just ready for that. That's what I'm ready. I'm ready to be, like, to be able to be in the studio with the engineer, uh, with producers, with artists. 24 7 like that would that would be a dream come true you know i wouldn't even you know when i come home it's just to eat and i'm eating shower i'm back to where i hope they got a shower in the studio because i'll call my partner hey can you bring me some clothes like look we we got another one you know that's it what sounds I like you've we got, got the prince spirit you know what i mean this oh the prince spirit oh his, yeah. oh as far as like well, somewhere I don't think I'm as um, Prince was a, a genius. Um, my old drum major called me a, a genius not too long ago, and um, I don't even—I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I am nothing. We were actually watching—I um, think it was Prince's first performance on. Um, I think it was. Uh, might have been American Bandstand. Um, and he came out there and he had his hair and um, he was really kind of, you know, Prince, you know, kind of uh, just cool, you know. Dick Clark was starting to age then, so he was a little... And then, you know, you think, you know, the older you get, he wasn't really, you know, he wasn't even that old, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you can see on his face compared to, like, you know, the black and white. So Prince is standing there and he... You know, he started asking them about the instruments. Like, Prince, genius. I'm talking about, like, so for you to say that I have Prince vibe, you didn't, you know, I'm going to be like, girl, I'm, as soon as I get off the phone, I'm going there and tell my sister, she said I have Prince vibe. <laughs> that is, like, a supreme compliment. Um, but I don't think I even hold a candle to him. I, I would, I would, um, you know, I would just like to be a fly on the wall, like in one of his sessions. Um, Prince is the epitome of music. And I don't think like we really in this generation 
have that anymore because everything's so digital now. Um, you know, which is which is what it is, you know. So, but <laughs> I have hope. Mm-hmm. Your determination definitely gives me hope, and your passion, honestly. Thank you, thank you. I am. Uh, the you know, I started figuring out. I have had a thousand jobs. Um, the last couple of jobs have been call center jobs, and I can get on the phone and you know. You know, it's a great day at how many, you know, how may I help you, sir, ma'am, or whatever. You know, I'm good when I'm good when I'm there. I'm a little nervous. So, you know, and then it it becomes like second nature. But I can't do that. (laughs) The only thing that I know that I am good at on this earth is music. It's the only thing. Um, It's not even... uh, it's not even stressful, you know? You know how certain things are, like, okay, I, I can cook really well, so I, I do a lot of dinners for my family and stuff like that, but even, like, doing, you know, when I'm cooking, like, if I stand too long, my back hurts. Mm-hmm. You know, with, and this is the analogy I'm using. I always come up with, you know, with stuff, you know, all the time, but, like, when I do music, I don't feel anything. I just, it's just a, it's like uh, Nirvana. It's, you it's know, it's just, gift. yeah. And I'm hoping um, that because there are so many other gifted people around me, it's almost like we're mutants. It's like we're X-Men, you know? <laughs> uh, it's almost, you know, it's so many around here, but, you know, life happens and, we never get to live in our gift. And I'm hoping that the fact that, you know, I'm this gay guy who isn't scared, uh, you know, who doesn't mind putting on a pasty, you know, who doesn't mind wearing a boa, who doesn't mind being laughed at, is I'm a creative. You know, I, I'm, I'm just happy, you know, to be able to create, you know. Um, I'm hoping that that is enough to be able to open that door so that I can help all of these other creatives who deserve to be heard, who deserve to make money off of their gift, you know, and be able to feed their family off of their gift. Um, You know, I'm hoping I can, I can be that person for them. You know, there's a lot of things, um, People look at me and um, I don't know. They say, I, I'm not really big on, on certain things. Like, okay, in the Have a Seat video, somebody said the gold I have on is, was gaudy. And I was like, yeah, I know. I mean, you know, but that wasn't mine. That's, that's my cousin's stuff. I don't even buy gold. I wear wood. I, I don't think it's worth it. Um, I can care less about a diamond. Like you said, also, Virgo is a character that you've created. Yeah, Virgo is very much so a part of myself. The Have a Seat video, if you look at the three different looks, it's just three different sides of my personality. Um, So there's a lot more uh, going on in these videos. See, if I had, you know, the machine or more access to things, then I could really bring these. The ideas would probably be, you know, 
right in your face or, you know, somebody who could, you know, see, but, you know, we're, we're on a budget. So I had to, you know, I'm going to start saying how, when for you, because we're speaking it into existence. Yeah, it's going to happen. I, you know, I was really waiting on that phone call to happen by, by Monday. Um, I've already gotten two phone calls. So uh, they're just not the phone calls I was hoping. I did get one phone call that I'm hoping that I am hoping that they call back. Okay. But it'll put me in a in a nice pocket where I have access to to other people that I believe that I will be an asset to. And these are people that I never imagined I would be in the same room with, you know? And that would be absolutely amazing. Um so I'm that should, I'm hoping that happens like this weekend so I can just shut down my house, lock my doors and go to the studio. I'm I'm betting on it. I'm not scared. No, I do believe it's going to happen. I do believe I will be living uh and walking in my gift uh by the end of this month. Uh I'll be signed. That's not that's not a problem. It's just the who's going to, you know, who's going to come uh, with things because it has to be beneficial to me too. Yeah. That's like the biggest thing. I'm not. I'm not signing the 360 now. <laughs> I'm not. You're not about to have me in a contract. We're gonna. This is a business. I'm gonna get. I'm guaranteed to make you money. Now you're not gonna. You're not gonna lose anything with me. You're gonna gain. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm gonna put the the label in a position too, to where you know I'm just not sucking the label dry either. You know. I would love a great relationship with whoever, you know, whoever I sign to. Because the better the relationship, the you know, and the better the trust, the 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 more freedom I'll have to be able to create. And that's what I'm just tell you how refreshing it is to see someone with an eclectic style, a person you know representing the lgbtq community in the south i think it's time i I absolutely do too and the funny thing about that is i've outlasted a lot of the people you know the people that who've talked about me and stuff like that Mm -hmm. you know i just came back after a 10-year break (laughs) you know what i'm saying and within a year i've surpassed their whole career but see, I knew that, and I'm not um I'm not one of those people that are petty like that, you know, or whatever, but I know what's for me is for me um and um you know, I knew that I like my sound that's why I think that like the difference between me and them is like my sound, my sound was advanced then, and I told them that, you know, and my sound is still relevant today, where others. Theirs isn't, and uh, I think there are other people out here that are going through the same thing. Other, you know, younger or LGBTQ plus kids, or their ideas, their thoughts may be too advanced for you know for people who aren't as open minded. And I think that it's this it would be okay letting someone in like me and letting these kids hear my story so that they won't just quite give up, you know, just yet, or they'll know that 
you know, just because it doesn't happen right then, if you keep working and keep pushing, you know, somebody's destined to hear you. So I've been, I've been doing this for a long time. I remember um, when I was rapping in cyphers, I've always been out. I've been out since I was like 12, 13. So, um, and I've been rapping since then. So growing up rapping, people used to talk about me and say, you know, well, you're, you're never going to be this and you're never going to be that. And I never stopped. I remember I first got caught when I was about 14. Uh, my cousin found my notebook. Um, shout out to Destiny. And she started reading my stuff. And she was like, you need to do something with this. So I started writing. But every time I would write, you know, people would. And I'm still friends with a lot of them. Still close friends who talk, you know, say, eh, whatever. You know, some people don't believe you until they see it. Yeah. So, um, so as I got older, you know, I just kept going. And um, I never quit. People would be like, why are you doing that? You know, um, you should, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that. But I just never let go of music. So next thing you know, I'm doing shows. Then I'm meeting more people. Uh, you know, then I'm starting to become popular. So now I'm getting, you know, these people who are, whom I love, who weren't as supportive, now they're seeing it. So now they're, they're, they're you know, but it's a small circle at this time. This is the early uh, mid-2000s, you know. And um, then we get to, you know, everything comes to a head. You know, I'm starting to get popular. But financially, uh, I just, I couldn't, I was homeless. You know, I come from a, I come from a, a, you know, I come from a good home, but it's just unfortunate events have led to um, just the certain things. My mom, you know, I lost my mom at six. Um, My father wasn't there. My grandmother who raised me, who was my grandfather, my my father's mother, my paternal grandmother, um, she she got dementia, like dementia and Alzheimer's runs in the family. So it just and you know diseases like that, it, which is I think is one of the most horrible diseases on earth. Um, they throw off one thing can throw a family dynamic, you know. So I was just out here trying to figure things out, and things weren't working. But I I never let it go, and like I said, I ended up back home I ended in the up in the band um I just all of these things happen and they're all tied to music and, and me not giving up and you know just me writing a song you know look at me now the song is just now turning a year old um, and we already did before TikTok got hold of it. It already did a hundred over a hundred thousand views. But um, you know, we're well, you know, we're pushing a million views combined. The one clip has almost six hundred thousand views. Wow. So, and that's just from this fat black gay kid who a whole bunch of people told him he wouldn't be anything or you know, or that his, you know, the noises and music he was making was too weird and, you know, and now he's here. 
So, yeah, I think that my story would help. You know, I've always been different. I had um, piercings and stuff in high school that people talked about. And then once we graduate, now everybody has their tongue ring, you know. Mm -hmm. But when I had it, you know, when (laughs) it was a problem or when my hair was blonde, you know, I was the weird kid. Or when my nails were painted, you know, I was goth and all of this and weird. And But now everybody's doing the same thing that I've seen so many things I did. Oh, and I want to say this. Um, shout out to my grandmother. My grandmother who raised me, we were raised Roman Catholic. And people used to think my grandma was messed up for doing this. But my grandmother supported, uh, like, my creativity. She took me to get the the lifter and the bleach for my hair she let me we go shopping and i get something and i said grandma i have this idea for this shirt and she you know she buy the shirt and i go set the shirt on fire on the back porch and i used to poke my thumbs through my through my long sleeve shirts and then buy like and this is like before it was even a style, somebody, one of my friends told me, because they used to pick on me about that, because it, it looked like a, it looked like it was strapped, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I used to poke my hand through the shirt. Next thing you know, um, what was that brand at JCPenney's? They were selling it like five years later. Mm-hmm. And people were calling me, saying that, and these same people picking on me. I see their kids doing are their hairstyles now so um shout out to my grandmother for uh for letting me be me you know and i i know a lot of people even said stuff to her for her you know uh, and she was amazing she raised 12 kids and a million other you know those are just her children you know she raised us grandkids too and we all went to private school things like that we didn't even know the struggle you know we weren't, you know, I know it was a struggle for her and my grandfather, but um, yeah, I think that it's time. I'm a regular person. I'm down to earth and there's room for us too. Um, I'm an actual creator. I don't knock any of these other people. I guess that's kind of relative, uh, but I feel like, hey, I'm, I'm in a different zone by myself. And I think there's thousands or or if not millions of people out here just like me who are probably just looked over because they're different we're worth it too thank you for paving the way yeah i think i think it's time for it's time for for that to be you know kind of the norm you know it's it's time to change the norm back to the norm you know we're in a the world is is chaotic it's not we shouldn't even be worried about half the stuff that we're worried about we should be out here trying to save mother earth but we're too busy fighting over things that don't matter so maybe i can get in and let people know that it's okay yeah that's it that's all it's me i'm burgo husky you can find me on social media at burgo underscore husky that's b-e-r-g-o underscore husky that's on instagram burgo husky all one word on tiktok that's probably my biggest platform right now twizzle music t-w-i-z-z-a 
music on Twitter. So follow me. Um, I'm also Burgo Husky on YouTube. YouTube is where you'll find most of my, most of my videos. I have a ton more coming out. Probably going to release some old stuff. I always ask my guests, how do you recognize someone from Virginia? They're probably complaining about a speeding ticket because it's going to cost you over $1,000 because y'all are a Commonwealth state. <laughs> oh my god thanks for calling me uh, out <laughs> so, so yeah i you know i did a speed limit in virginia and i'm a neighbor so i'm always up there i love the um the chesapeake area i have friends in portsmouth so i haven't been up there in about a year but i'm probably gonna go up there sometime soon we'll be so. looking forward to it well you you'll see me yeah, you think you'll be doing some performing up here too? I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm free to get booked right now. So I'm hoping for some bookings. I just got something recently. So, but that's probably going to be local. So, and then I got something in Atlanta. But Atlanta's Atlanta. I'm always in Atlanta. So I'm hoping. So I'm available right now. I'm available to do anything. So I'm just waiting on the, um, until the label stops and once the label comes in now i can you know i can't control that so but right now i'm available and i'm cheap now so you might want to get in now but yeah i'm willing to go anywhere as long as it's you know safe and uh for me and my people i have one separate question that i just want to ask you personally when is your birthday i'm uh, october scorpio so my birthday is october 25th i am yeah, I'm I'm emo. I'm emotional. That's so, the day after I, my sister. I love Scorpios. My mom, my sister, all my close friends. So your sister is the 24th. If you look, I have a video called You See It. It's like the last video I shot. And it's kind of, it's very, very, like, we just were, I didn't even write, that song wasn't even written for me. It was actually written for this female artist. But she was taking too long, and I just... <laughs> I needed, you know, I I was once again, you know, I needed something, uh, you know, so you know how creative it is if they can't create, you know. So um, we hurried up and rushed and shot the video, and that is Candace, her birthday. Shout out to Candace. She's a October twenty fourth is her birthday. That's one of my birthday friends or my birthday twinish neighbor thing. So she is your sister's birthday twin, and that was her birthday party. At this place called Wreck and Release. I didn't know they were doing that now. People go into buildings and just take their frustrations out on stuff. Oh, okay. I was like, wow. So we did it at her birthday thing. So she was nice enough to let me come. I didn't have a concept for that one. So that's mm -hmm. I love it when yeah. things come together. Yeah. Thank you. To um to you and to all the others who see my gift or see my light and allow me on their platforms just for people to be interested in little old me i am from savoy heights in fayetteville you know what i'm saying i didn't even think people cared about my music anymore and here i am doing a podcast with an interviewer all the way from virginia <laughs> you know that is to me that's just like you know people are starting to know my stuff and people are interested and that is just like not only a blessing it's just like for real you know i'll be looking at god like you for me 
Like, you you me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, you know, I'm thankful. So um, I hope you have a blessed day. And I hope whatever I said, uh, you know, today touched your heart and um, gives you uh, a little bit of strength to keep going because it is a hard world out here. And I know no matter what level you're on, you know, it's still, we all still go through things. And I just want everybody, I don't care what creed, color, religion, you know, I just want everybody to be okay. At the end of the day, we all bleed the same. So much love to everybody. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you.